welcome to On the Shelf episode number 27 of Brutal Battle. And I don't know why we do this to ourselves, but the first beer is hazy. Yes. <laughs> because if, that's what's on the shelf. Right, right. And and that's a lot of why we end up doing hazy IPAs, because obviously if you've listened to this podcast enough, you know we're not big fans. We're not, we're not looking for these beers to drink on our free time. But when it's on the shelf, like Rebecca said, like that's primarily what's on the shelf, so it makes sense to do it. So I'm sure you, you people who listen who like hazy IPAs, you take our review of the hazies with a grain of salt. That is fine. That's probably what you should do. But we're going to dive into the first one. And uh, this is actually, I don't think we've had this brewery on the podcast at all. We've talked about going and visiting them and then talking about them on an excursion episode. Um, but I don't think we've had any of their beers on podcast. And I think in, in, well, off podcast life, I think we've had like twice beers from them, like two times. And I think they've been hoppy. I don't remember. Not sure. But the, the brewery is Kushwa Brewing and they are out of Williamsport, Maryland. Now this beer we have is Delusions of Virtue. It's a New England style double IPA. It's 8%, and it's done with Kohatu, Eldorado, and Citra hops. And it's in a 16-ounce can. Oh, and I'll tell you right now, we have a bonus beer for this episode. So it's the two on-the-shelf beers, and a bonus beer because Kyle Norman told us we had to grab this beer and drink it because it was so good. So It's also on-the-shelf. It is also an on-the-shelf, yes. But it, it's we're throwing it in as just a bonus for this episode. But anyway... We're not going to rank it with them? No, we can. Okay. It's just we're typically just going to do two, two beers, yeah. but in this instance we decided, well, since we were grabbing it, just go ahead and throw it in as an extra beer in this episode. So, it's a one-off thing that we're doing. Once again, as I'm pouring it, I can already tell it, it smells awesome. Like, it's it's hitting my nose in it's the best very, way possible. It's very light. It's very, yeah, it's like... It's not even, like, necessarily... Like, it is yellow, but it's, like, almost white. Yeah. Very, yeah, very interesting. A lot of head to it being retained from my... Or, uh... From my aggressive pour. It smells awesome. It does smell I mean, good. like I said in the last on the shelf, hazy IPAs typically have yeah, amazing noses. That citrus... <sighs> it smells really good. Citrus juicy hot bomb. <sighs> yeah, grapefruit... A little pineapple, orange, mm-hmm. maybe a little passion fruity. You think so? Yeah. A little mango. Uh, I get a little bit of a menthol-y smell, which makes me think maybe there's some cryo hops in this, which they give me that taste and smell typically, so we'll see. Yeastiness on the nose, but it's not crazy on the nose, so we'll see. I actually kind of like this. Yeah. Yeah, that's... um, It's pretty solid, actually. That's not bad. That's not bad. Um, I'm getting as far as a hazy the, goes? I'm getting, I'm getting some of that yeasty characteristics, but I'm also that a lot of the flavor is still retained in the taste. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So this is one of those rare occasions where it's not all nose with a hazy beer. There's actually good flavor, relatively good flavor to back up that nose. It's not the same level, obviously, because that's is. how it almost always is with hoppy beers in general. But um, 
Yeah, it's pretty good. That like oranginess, it. that pineappleiness. Again, I do get a little of that menthol-y note that I was smelling. There's a slight pine to it as well. Mm-hmm. Wow. Actually, a little more than slight. You like get any bitterness? Love. Slight bitterness on the end. Not much, though. A little yeasty, but yeah. not as like aggressively yeasty as a lot of uh, hazies end up being. So that's good. I'm glad that that's not as aggressive. Yeah, I'll drink this. That's pretty solid. Huh. Okay. Good job, Kushwa. You made people who don't really like hazies enjoy a hazy. Yeah. Ooh. I'm excited to go there because they have mm. these Ooh, rad yeah. rad pie pizzas. Mm-hmm. And I'm not we've never been there, so I'm not sure if like the it's like attached or next door, but anytime you talk about going to Kushwa, everyone's like, You gotta get pizza. Yeah. Well, and it was it, it, recently Rebecca and I were driving somewhere that was like an hour drive, so we always try to come up with things to talk about. And she was reading me the menu, like every item on their Rad Pies menu, and I was just like, These sound insane. First of all, they're not pizzas I've heard before. You know, like the ingredient mixes. Yeah, very are, interesting. Yeah, Unique. very. But they sound amazing. I know. So we're going to have to, we definitely need to check them out. Mm-hmm. And when we go check out Kushra, we can check out Homemade. Which is next As door. well, which is very close. So. Yeah. Okay, second beer. Okay, second beer. Do you want to look what this, is this just a sour, do you think? Yeah, I think so. Okay. So this is by. Deciduous? Deci- yes, Deciduous. I assume it's just it's up and down the can. Yeah. Deciduous Brewing Company. And they are at a new market. New Hampshire? Yes. Man, <laughs> I saw NH and I was like, brain fart, what is NH? <laughs> uh, it's called Lollipop Forest and it is a blueberry and plum crumble. Mm-hmm. So and that's all that's on the can. So we've never had anything from Deciduous on podcast and off podcast. So th- this brewery's brand new for us. So this satisfies the away from Maryland thing that we're going for with one of these beers. So New Hampshire, yeah, significant distance for us. And they had another lollipop forest when we they were there, did. and that was Jelly Donut. Yes. I was, I wanted to do this one and I think you did too, because what, like jelly donuts a little more like, what are you going to get with that? At least there's kind of like some sort of flavor expectations with this one. Blueberry and plum. I'm going to say it should be a pretty color. Yeah, it looks pretty. Definitely. Looking nice. looks, I mean, it probably is a sour. It's like a hazy ruby. Yes, it is. Yeah. And it's obviously, you know, you can't see through it. Hmm. Decent mm. head hanging out on top. Smells good. I'm getting it. Ooh. Ooh. A little lemon. This smells a little like... Uh, a little naked Cheerio. This smells a bit like a secret machine by Dewey. I could see that. Dewey Beer Company makes the best fruited sours with their secret machine line. And um, this kind of smells a bit like those. I get like this crumble, like yes. that cinnamon granola type That's smell. What I was just gonna say, I'm getting lemon. I'm getting blueberry. Ooh. 
That smells really, really I'm not really sure I'm nice. getting plum. Plum is kind of a such a mild flavor. There's a nice sweetness to the nose, but it's not yeah. too sweet. There's a nice tanginess to the nose. Like There's oak, a snap. The sour, yeah. There's a snap to it. I definitely get that lemon you're talking about. But here's the thing. Like, when I was talking about, like, the cinnamon and, like, the granola, it's like it's baked. Yeah. You know what I mean? There's a, there's a particular smell with baked granola versus not baked granola, and it just has, like, that baked granola smell in there. I mean, it smells like, ex- besides the plum. Right. What it is It smells like what it should be, so we'll see how it tastes. Mm-hmm. It is good. Ooh. It is good. You're definitely in the cinnamon. You're definitely getting that crumble component. Honestly, that's the first thing I taste. Mm-hmm. Like, it hits you with the cinnamon, the baked granola first, and then the, then fruit, the fruit comes in. And you're just like, you, you definitely get the blueberry. Like, it definitely tastes like blueberry. The plum, hard to discern in there. Oh, it does say fruited sour ale with milk sugar. 5.5%. It is creamy. It is smooth. It's light, too. Very good. And it's more like low tartness. It's not sour, really. It's like low tartness. I mean, I'm not going to say this is as good as a secret machine, but it's not too far off. I love this beer. It really is. It's so tasty. It makes me regret that we also didn't get the jelly donut to try. I mean, we can go back. Yeah. We we don't live far from where we got this. This is very nice. I'm very happy with this beer. Nice work, Deciduous. Wow. Way to, way to introduce yourself to yeah, us. Yeah, very love it. tasty. Ooh. I'm going to really enjoy finishing that one off. Man, oh man. And that makes me want to try even more of their stuff. Unf- I find it unfortunate now that they only had two of their beers there. Yeah. I want more. I want a lot more. Because how do they do other styles? That's the thing. Like, their breweries where... You know, they nail every style. There are also breweries where they're primarily one style. Like, you know, other half just does, like, hazy IPAs. They don't do that great of a job in anything else. I love when beers have, like, that spice that's mm-hmm. there but not too much. Right. It's, it's like just, an accent. Yeah, so good. Yeah. It's just, like, that little complimentary flavor to go with the rest of the deliciousness. I totally agree with you. That's, yeah, pretty impressive. Really dig okay, it. Bonus. Bonus beer. Uh, I was going to say courtesy of Kyle Norman. Not really because. He didn't pay for yeah, it. Yeah, <laughs> but he gave us the idea. Yes, it's because of him. Yes, he suggested it and recommended right. it. Yeah, so that is by Dogfish Head, and it is their Where the Wild Hops Are. And it's an IPA, and it is 6.5% alcohol. And with a, like with a lot of beers from Dogfish Head, it's actually in a bottle, not in a can. So it's 12 ounces. Oh, crap. You need an opener. Yeah, I don't have a bottle. Bottle opener. I want to. Yeah, I said six point five. I think it actually says somewhere where the hop. No, it doesn't say what hops we're using in this. And there's no flavor text either. But it does tell you that the it's from the design on it. It's from the Off Centered Art series featuring Max Mann, M A H N, who's the artist. And it's like it's like a crude trap that you would use to try and trap some sort of creature with like a a crate and a stick holding it up and like a string tied to it and then there are like hops under there mm-hmm. so they're gonna catch something catch the wild hops yeah where the wild hops are so i guess it's a reference to the story maybe where, where the wild, wild things, things are? are maybe okay so let's it i 
I'm already getting a little whiff and it's smelling West Coasty. Mm. So I'm, well, I'm, I'm assuming already... it's West Coasty if Kyle recommended it. Right. Yeah. He. Yeah. He. I don't think he really recommends hazy IPAs to us anymore. <laughs> All right. Ooh, clear beer. You know how I feel about clear beer. I mean, it's not a hundred percent clear. It's slight. Yeah, there's a little haze to it. Slightly hazy, but it's very orange. Yes, very orange. Love the appearance. Very getting a lot of resin. Yeah, that was the very first thing that occurred in my head. Very resiny. Very resiny. It's like sticky. Yeah, it just smells like pure lupulin, but like earthy notes to it. Yeah. There's, There's a decent... Oh, go ahead. Oh, I was going to say dehydrated orange. That's exactly what mm-hmm. I was about to say. And a little bit of a pininess as well to yeah. go with that dehydrated orange. Oops. Decent bitterness on there. Chapstick? It's oh. a little weird. I'm sorry. Why you there's have a to little, say that? There's a little bit of a chapstick. Yeah. Smells like chapstick. I'm not going to lie. I'm not getting it, thank goodness. And the little bubble gum. There's a slight bubble gum in there. I never get bubble. Every time you say bubble gum, I'm like, I don't get it. This smells good, though. Yeah, I'm excited for it. And there, there's also a little bit of a floral note in there as well. It smells nice. It smells like what I typically like to drink. It's good. It's solid. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah. Hmm. That's interesting. Like, it, it tastes like it's kind of resiny, but it's also very light yeah. body-wise and kind of like... Not in a bad way, but a little thin. As far so the flavor kind of falls off a little easier. It's not as it's not packing as much flavor punch as the nose would make you yeah. assume. But it it tastes like it smells though. It kind of matches the same same flavor nose notes. Yeah, definitely resiny. Definitely that dehydrated orange. Definitely pininess to it. Yeah, and the pine level I think is higher on the flavor than it is on the aroma. Yeah, I agree. Definitely. It's good. And then, I, I, and then, yeah, the bitterness is there. The bitterness is there. There is that bit of a floral note. And there's that little chapstick. I'm not getting it. Not tasting a bubblegum, though. Okay. I'm not getting the chapstick. I definitely did not get the bubblegum. Yeah, Everything no else bubble I agree gum. with you. It's good, though. I like it. This That's is good. kind of hard to rank. Because yeah. this is a good lineup. I mean, yeah. my, number one was easy. I'm going to, real quick, retry the Delusions yeah, another, of Virtue. Give me a little splash of that. Just because I feel like after the last two, I just need to go back and remind myself. Mm, okay. Yeah, I know what I'm doing. Okay, go ahead. So my number three unfortunately, is going to be the Dogfish Head where the wild hops are. It is good. I do enjoy it. That's just the IPA, like West Coast style IPA. Um, And then my number two is the Delusions of Virtue, which is the New England style double IPA by Kushwa Brewing. And my number one is the Lollipop Forest Blueberry and Plum Crumble by Deciduous Brewing. That is really nice. I'm the same. Okay, cool. But... They're all really good. Yeah, I'm... The two hoppy ones are real close to my mind because yeah. it's kind of hard because they're very, obviously, different styles of IPA. So yes. I always... Yeah, and that's why I had to go back. Yeah, yeah. Me too. I yeah. mean, I did the same thing. Yeah. Otherwise, I mean, going into this, I assumed I'm probably going to like the Dogfish Head more, but 
Not really in this instance. Like, I was more impressed with the hazy IPA that I typically don't like than right. I was with the West Coast IPA that I typically do like. Now, are you ranking it higher because you're more impressed? Or do you think... Yes. You- oh, okay. Yes, definitely. Definitely. But I, I feel like that's that just makes it a higher bar. Yeah. For how we evaluate those mm-hmm. types of beers. So... It, it is more impressive that it made it... As high as it did. Right. So I think yeah. if you're getting an equivalency, it's definitely above the Dogfish Head one. So anyway, um, yeah. So that was it. Uh, I don't feel like going over all the stuff. Okay. Listen to another episode and get that. The, the only important things are this. Rate us and review us on whatever podcatcher you use. And also, word of mouth, tell people about the podcast. And that's about it. And then if you want to email us, brutalbattlepodcast at gmail.com. But anyway, thanks everyone for taking your time to check this out. Do you have anything else to say? Other than just keep it brutal. I feel so-